On this episode of Resi Week, we talk to four of my closest friends about the year that was and what they're looking forward to in 2019. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 152, Year in Review. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Chief, the global leader in commercial AV mounting solutions. Welcome to Resi Week. This is your weekly wrap-up of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for avnation.tv, and today I'm pleased to be joined by four of my closest friends. First, we have Heather Sidorowicz. She is the president of Southtown AV. How you doing, my friend? I am living the dream. Living the dream. I love it. Then we have Richard Fergosa. He is the principal and founder of Fergosa Design. How you doing? Good. Mellow West Coast greetings from here. Mellow West Coast Christmas greetings, guys. So happy holidays. Then we have Joe Whitaker. He is the president of The Thoughtful Home and The Thoughtful Restaurant and The Thoughtful Bake Shop and The Thoughtful My Little Pony. and Thoughtful Husband? Ooh, The Thoughtful Husband. I'm going to ask her. We'll, I, we'll, get, I, I we'll figure that out for sure. Yeah, you both know. Well, actually, all of you guys on the show today, <laughs> including those behind uh, the scenes, all of you know her, so you know. Well, no, we're going to ask her, though, and, and find out. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. As long as that's not a future uh, subject for this show. But glad to be back on. Uh, nonetheless, uh, one of these days we ought to have her on the show. But, no, thank you guys for having me on again. I will totally have Sarah on the show. She's a blast. She's way cooler than you. Absolutely. <laughs> Last but not least, we have my longest time friend on this show, uh, Stephen Bronner. He is the president of Pro Audio Georgia. How you doing, bud? Man, I am freaking amazing, man. It's Christmas season. It's 60 degrees outside. You kidding me? This is a Georgia life, baby. We're living it up. I'll it take your 60 and cut it by half. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Steven, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> So if you haven't guessed it, this is not going to be our standard show. This is going to be hopefully a lot of fun, uh, maybe mired in a little bit of controversy because that's fun. Uh, essentially, what we are going to do is I ask my four friends here to come in and uh, have a conversation with us about the year that was 2018, what our highlights and, and what, what we thought the biggest story of the year was. And then we're going to bug them for some predictions for 2019. So Heather, let's, let's start with you. Cause that's the most Son fun a, story. Mean, okay. No, I can go to rich. I can go to Uncle Richie. He's <laughs> always ready. I, I, no, I, no, no. I want to put you on the spot. It, beauty, it goes, beauty before beauty before age. So, so you're going uh, last. Everybody's favorite uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, this year's been eh, heck. There's been a big year for you in general, um, but watching the year, looking back, what was the biggest e either story that you saw that you thought was most important to the industry, or what was the biggest thing for for you this year in our our friendly residential channel? Well, that's easy. Southtown Audio Video closed their doors to retail. Boom. <laughs> And the commercial integrator article was awesome, by the way, Heather. Thank Just you. Thank giving you props there. Thank you. Um, well, it was a it was a transformational year for for me and the company. I feel that it's uh, 
for those of you who have followed my story, I purchased the company for my father back in 2014. It was his dragon that I was trying to tame. And I end this year, it is my dragon. I, uh, I'm Khaleesi, mother of dragons now. Mother of my own dragons. <laughs> I hope you have a fireplace in the uh, showroom, just because. No, I actually got rid of the fireplace. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I think that stories of the year that that could or or did change it for us, there, in our industry, you know, where it's we're a myopic little incestual world where we're buying each other out, right? So our uh, Snap got bigger, bought a few more companies this year. Um, Sonos went live. We have their IPO. Um, we have Crush Runs Ping 2.0. I mean, so that I didn't feel that there was a, that there was a story this year that really changed the course for all of us in the residential land. I think there was a lot of smaller stories that continues to drive us forward. Very. Is that a cop out answer? No, no, no. It's good. And I would agree that when I when I asked if you'd be on, I I kind of thought that your your change at Southtown was really going to be the biggest thing that affected you guys. Yeah, Obviously, for sure. There's, right. There's, there's just, other things, but that that's a huge deal for you. Retail has changed so much. So going into our local mall, and we live in a decently affluent area, um, to see places like yeah, to see places like the gap is closed, right? And if they can't deal with that, then then uh, how, how are we supposed to be able to deal with that? So uh, yeah, changing it. And, and the craziest part is our residential sales went up by doing it, which is so an counterintuitive to what you'd think. That's fantastic. All right, Uncle Richie, since you got Trey there. Yeah, I um, see a little. I hi, Trey. Else. Hi, Trey. Yeah, everybody's saying hi. So he has not made an appearance since he was in Scooby-Doo pajamas. I know. What's up, Trey? Everybody's saying what's up. Say hi, hi. Say hi to everybody out on the internet. Say hi, guys. If you if you don't know Trey, a you're obviously not super close with Uncle Richie, but if you become super close with Uncle Richie and and follow him on Facebook, you'll see Trey continually beating he the same beat of people with uh, some awesome Kenko sticks, I think. Uh, Escrima sticks, yes. Escrima sticks. Yes. Um, he is three-time world champion currently. Is absolutely He's the baddest right. eight-year-old on the planet right now. Pretty much, right, Richie. When you when you look at you know, what this year's been and, you know, you play in a realm that's a little different than the other, you know, four of us here as you're still kind of an integrator, but you don't sell product. Um, when you look at this, this, this year that was, Heather's not wrong. There wasn't this groundbreaking ground swell announcement from any one company or this revolutionary technology that took the world by storm. What stuck out to you from your perspective of, you know, honestly being in the industry the longest and just having a slightly different approach than the other four of us? You know, I think interestingly enough, and what you're talking about, it's, it, it is looking back at the industry, what um, has really hit me the most kind of when I was reflecting on, on this past year is that we are actually, when, when I first started out, you know, we've always talked about kind of the ages of our industry. And we first started out and it was kind of rock and roll and a bunch of us weren't going to make any money being in bands or gigging or doing something. We all had to get day jobs. And so our industry started out with, it was pure rock and roll. We were figuring it out as we went. Um, there were a ton of characters in the industry. We were just, it was, you know, you, you figured it out as you went along. And there wasn't a whole lot of structure necessarily in the beginning. Um, 
fast forward 20 years now, we, we reached an adolescence in our industry. We started seeing things like the commoditization of products. There was less of the boutique single guys making a piece out there and people would find it and try it and you'd call and you know, you'd, you'd wind up getting the chief, uh, the chief technologist maybe on the phone when you called. There was a growth in the industry in that it was becoming more prevalent in the homes. And now we're, we're, we haven't quite reached the mature point in our industry, but I'm seeing that next tipping point. And, and the case in point is right here is that, you know, we we're making a joke about um, uh, right now uh, uh, about, you know, Heather and how she closed her doors and oh my God, you know, but that was a new development in, in how a lot of the integrators and dealers are moving. They're finding their niche. They are expanding their niche. And the industry now is able to support them in a way that it hasn't before. Your vendor partners, your markets, um, the resi-mercial side of things or commercial resi or, you know, however you want to blend these. We're finding these together where the residential market and kind of the basis of this show, um, there's a branch out at this point. And you are seeing that business practices um, are changing. Um, your vendor, your vendor relationships are changing, um, just an overall maturation. And so it's not necessarily a guy who would show up and pull his tools out of the back of the trunk and go. And, and we're seeing businesses start to develop. Um, and, and I mean, Joe, I mean, we, and we, we cracked, you know, crack jokes about, you know, the thoughtful restaurant and the thoughtful bakery and the thoughtful X, Y, Z, but it's true. I mean, if you think about it, there are more and more segments that a lot of the integrators that are out there are finding it, you know, and why? Digital signage, um, you know, voice over, uh, um, you know, voice over IP, music over IP, video over IP, you know, we, we've constantly used, um, you know, convergence as this, this catch-all, um, but we are truly starting to find it happen more and more, and the dealers who are adjusting and are evolving and are seeing that you no longer can make a living selling just TVs. You, there aren't as many guys who are selling $50,000 pair of speakers anymore. You're not going to see as many guys who are tweaking tube amps, or you're not going to see as many guys putting in together dedicated theater rooms. I mean, that's, you know, there's some great software out there. Um, there's some great technology out there, but we're noticing that our, our consumer styles are changing. And what's happened is the, the integrators that are there are starting to catch up and saying, okay, this is, this is a changing lifestyle that we're starting to catch up to. And, you know, it's all connected and it's mobile. And, you know, I, as, as one of the, the last ones kind of banging my, my shoe on the table, you know, mobile's here, mobile's changing everything. And that is now where everything comes out from, where before mobile was the afterthought. And you're seeing, you're, we're seeing this happen more and more that a lot of the innovation is coming from there as opposed to what we used to do in the living room or in the family room residentially would then expand out. So I, I'm saddened and I'm proud. I'm kind of, it's kind of like watching the kids leave the house right now from, from an industry standpoint. So they're all there, everybody's grown up. You know, I'm kind of empty nesting it when, I, when I'm looking at the state of a lot of the, the integrators. And, I, and, and I'm proud to see that it's come. And, and as much as it's been maligned, um, the role that Cedia has had inactively um, trying to, to nurture this. Very good. Joseph, my friend, um, Rich alluded to, you know, all the things that you're doing. Uh, you were very involved in a bunch of stuff in the industry this year. What was the biggest, what was the biggest story? What was the biggest theme? What, what, what's on your mind? 
or not what's on your mind. Don't, don't, that's not a blanket open, just go. <laughs> no, I won't do that. <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, there, there was a lot of interesting things uh, as far as what we all do and, and what we're all involved with. Um, but as far as stories, you know, all over the place, uh, I think one of the biggest things I saw, and everybody did because it was everywhere, um, was Design Connection by Cedia Expo, um, which is actually by the Expo. And the, the idea of bringing uh, architects, interior designers, kitchen and bath professionals, um, all together to all talk tech and the way tech fits into design. And that has become a uh, contagious where there's going to be continuances of that. And it was one of those ones that just kind of organically happened and spread everywhere to all publications. And, and you know, it, it all goes back to the thought process I talk about all the time, that it's come to the point where an integrator, a home technology professional, a home theater installation com company, a two-channel guy, we can't really make the sales by ourselves anymore. You know, everybody's bidding or looking for that last dollar of the project. But when you can work together, I mean, that's the difference between a not, not saying anything bad about anybody, but that's the difference between a Snap AV speaker and a Meridian speaker. Besides the sound quality, there's that look factor and that design factor and that thing that really, you know, comes out. And, and those people really help. Um, the same thing with, you know, uh, architectural speakers and recessed motorized uh, shades and theater screens and tying those two in together are kind of must at this point. And those stories coming out, I think really helped, you know, uh, verify that, idealize that and press it out to everybody else that, hey, there's a little more opportunity for you guys when you team up. I love it. Steven, last thought of the year for you, which I think is a safe thing to do. Not sure. We'll find out in a minute. Um, <laughs> you and I go way back. Um, and one of the things that we do almost every time we chat is no matter where it is or, or what we're talking about, you and I always talk industry stuff. We always talk theme. We always like that for better or worse. That's really what our relationship has been based on. And we've become really close friends through it. When you look back on this year, that was, uh, what what sticks out to you? What was your biggest thing that impacted you uh, or your business this year? Outside of just being friends with me. Oh, well, I don't have anything else. Uh, I mean, um, I'll tell you what I thought was uh, really amazing about my year <laughs> was the dinner at Cedia with uh, Joe and the crew uh, and Richie and, and you, we were all there having dinner and people are making phone calls and reaching out and ideas are flying back and forth across the table. And I took a minute and I leaned back and I said, this, this is why I love this industry because we're all thinkers. We're, we're all, some of us are set in our ways and, and haven't figured out how amazing RTI is yet. And, uh, <laughs> uh, some of us are, some of us are free thinkers and, and, you know, we, <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I sat back for a minute and I kind of watched that conversation and I said, you know what, this is, this is why I love this industry. These are my people. 
and I refer to people like that all the time. When I find a group of people that I really connect with, those are my people. And, and I strive to deepen my connection with those people. And this year we're sitting around the table and we had that conversation. And that's, that's why I go to Cedia. Uh, about every two to three years, I have a moment at Cedia while I'm sitting around with my friends and we're all chatting and Uncle Richie's there and you're there and Tim's there and uh, uh, Heather's always there. This year, I think, was the first time I had dinner with Joe. And um, we're yeah, all sitting. apologized. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It was rough. It was rough. But but uh, appropriately enough, we did. It did end up at a place called the trailer park. So we're good. Um, but we uh, what I will say is, is that um, that was that was huge for me this year. So when you talk about me personally, um, sitting there listening to those ideas fly and, and realizing that a lot of people talk about how, you know, our industry might be dying or, you know, somebody else is going to take over. No one can take over from our industry because bots and programming can't have the kind of brilliant ideas that Joe had and the, the kind of amazing input that we had at that table that night. You can't program that. And we ate way too much. Oh, I loved it. Oh, it was awesome. I mean awesome. <laughs> Uh, fat people everywhere should rejoice. We tore that food up. Um, so, uh, but as, as far as an industry goes, honestly, this year, um, uh, uh, most people know I ran for the board. I tried to make that very obvious. Uh, I didn't you make ran? it. Uh, yeah, really. Really? Um, I didn't make it, but my stickers will be all over San Diego for years to come. <laughs> Um, but what I will say is, is that was also very cool. Uh, it's a very cool experience. I was told from the beginning that I might not make it my first try and don't get down and I will be back. Uh, you've been warned. So, um, but this year wasn't real revolutionary. I'd have to agree. Um, I think that what we saw was a little deeper understanding of the technologies that currently exist, but no one really advanced much. Um, the coolest thing at Cedia was probably uh, the wall, the Samsung wall. I thought that was probably the most awe-inspiring thing at Cedia. And uh, that's unusual for me because I usually like to find a little niche guy and say that this person was the best. But honestly, uh, the TV sticker guy, um, if you didn't see it, the, the TV display guy, the guy who made the pictures of TV. So when you're telling a client, this is how big a 65 inch TV is, you just roll it out and stick it to the wall. Uh, that was pretty neat. But overall, the coolest thing was the Samsung wall at Cedia. But um, our industry just didn't take any huge leaps and bounds this year. I, I deepened my relationship with the people that matter to me. And um, I think I got a little better understanding of who some of those people are. So um, that, that's my year. Very and and I want to say I want to say that um, it is it is very amazing to watch Heather and Joe's business expand and explode the way it is and to advance. Um, you know I am uh, I'm 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 very humble and and I try to I try to be cool to people and I watch and I'm like okay you know my business is doing really well. I must be making it. And then I look and these two are just absolutely taking over the world. Yeah. We're and, just making it really, really well. <laughs> and, and I just, you know, to be honest with you, I want to, I want to give a shout out and say that, you know, the good people in our industry, 
the people you want to be a part of, the people you want to meet and know are doing really good things. And that's awesome to see as well. Well, because we, it's, it is about connection, right? I mean, I just recently told a story somewhere. Rich, I think it was, it was somewhere, somewhere recently and I told the story, oh, Cedia did, uh, I wrote something for them and, and I was talking about, they talked to, asked about connections, uh, tell a story that, you know, where Cedia helped you. And in that case, it was, I met Rich through Cedia, Cedia tweets many, many, many years ago and um, meeting him, then we ended up in a Crestron residential project, which got bigger than us. And Rich came in and saved the day and we became friends and all that. But that's what it is it's about connections. Steve, I remember that uh, the uh, dinner we had in, I think it was like Dallas with the bone-in steak. We had like bone-in, it was like one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Like, so yes, dining with all you crazy people is amazing. And Rich got me drunk this year and that never happens. Like really, really drunk. <laughs> Well, like, well, I'm not sure how I got back to my hotel. In my defense, I was with his wife, wife too. It's all good. <laughs> I just happened to be there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, you know, I, I totally have to agree with Heather, and, and it's one of those things that, that, you know, I've learned and I always try to pass on is every one of the successes that I've had or I've seen other people like Heather or Matt or anyone else have was not on their own. It right. was, you know, the com community of our friends, our associates, our you know, uh, everyone else, none of it was done. The dinner, the dinner. I mean, that, there was a perfect example. You know, it, it's all about that community and, and the building together. And everyone can benefit and everyone can grow and everyone can learn. Um, and if there is someone out there that figured out a way to do it on their own, please email me at joe at the thoughtful <laughs> um, I would like to hear your side. No, but I mean, th that's kind of what all of us are about, you know, that sharing of knowledge and, and the growth together. Let's um, join hands and sing Kumbaya. Absolutely. <laughs> because that's what it's all about. Fantastic. All right. Let's, uh, let's spin around and look at 2019. This is going to be hopefully a great year for everybody involved. And since we started one way, we're going to come back the other way. So, Stephen, what do you got for 2019? What are you looking for? Well, 2019 is going to be fun, man. I'm going to tell you that now. Uh, 2019. Water launches an industry of one in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> this year uh, there will be three booths. <laughs> I, I can tell you that um, I think 2019 is going to be a blast. I think what we're going to see in 2019, and I've kind of heard this from, we all know that our clients are the top one, 2% income earners. They make the decisions. They're the industry people. And I have some clients that are deeply involved in our industry. One of my clients is head of training for Apple North America. So I see a lot of things that are coming. And what I will say is I think that this year our industry is going to see a little more open invitation to us uh, going into, uh, what is it, GAFA? Um, that's the, oh, uh, Vince, um, whatever his name is, Brunoli or whatever. Uh, that guy, he's always talking about GAFA. And um, I think this year what we're going to see is they're going to open their APIs up a little more, and we're going to see a little more penetration into that side of the industry because we have hit a peak. There's, we're at a, or excuse me, we're at a plateau. We're not at the peak. The peak is once we get to break that limit. Uh, we're at a plateau. Right now, we can control TVs. We can control amplifiers, lights, HVAC, 
But what we're missing is that in between, maybe a little more voice integration, uh, a little more advancement, uh, a little more openness with the APIs. Uh, I think that people are going to start learning that if you really want to sell more product, have a little more access to how your product works so that everybody can use it the way they want to use it. Um, I don't, none of my clients use products the same. I literally have clients that want voice control and they go around and unplug the Alexa units when they don't want voice control. Like, and then I have clients that have freaking microphones in almost every room. It's like, come on, man. If our, if people are using it that differently in our little bitty sliver of the industry, how, it's got to be, they've got to be seeing that across the board. So I think we're going to see a little more API development this year. Very good. I for one would be all behind that. Joe, uh, Steven saying API openness and, you know, hands reaching across the aisle. Uh, what do you see? Robots. No, robots. Uh, I love robots. I totally uh, I, I, I'm hoping uh, that what Steven said is actually correct. You know, I would like to see a, a little more open API or even us get away from like words like GUI and VUI and whatever other UI you have and just go to, you know, control interface, whether it's haptic, voice, visual, mind reading, whatever, you know, I, I just, just make a universal something. But uh, what I think is going to go more along with it You know, I, I see two things. Uh, the, you know, the universalizing of the, or the building of business, you know, uh, us getting into business models and business teachings and all of those kind of things. We're improving our business and we're operating more along the lines of a business and not so dependent on the technologies that we provide. Um, that's one of the things that I'm really thinking is going to hit this year. And, uh, well, you know, that's kind of kind of my big thing is, is I think that this year will be the year of the business owner, of the entrepreneur, of not depending on what brand is launching what and what brand is doing what. I think uh, it, it could be the year of, of business being agnostic uh, to the things that are going on around them. That's at least what I'm hoping for. Very good. I love it. Rich, you've you've seen a lot of changes. You alluded to it when you were talking about 20, 2018. What do you foresee? What is your, what is your experience told you that where we're at today, what, what we're going to see going forward? Well, I think what Steven talked about is the hope that everybody in this industry always has that the larger vendors in the segment are going to finally see the error of their ways and, will want to, uh, like you said, you know, reach hands across the aisle. Realistically speaking, it ain't gonna happen. I'd love to be able to say it. And, you know, again, what, it, what I hope it will create is an opportunity for companies to invest in their software skills. And that's something that has been lacking because again, we've been started out as AV guys and started out as speaker guys. and. Steven will probably tell you how he's the best people guy, you know, that has, has walked the face of Northern America and he knows guys. And so if he knows guys, then of course, those are the guys. And, you know, we all know guys and we all have different inroads into how this industry is going. But the one thing to take a look at constantly 
is, is that you can love this industry and still appreciate the fact that you are a decimal point correction in the greater technology sector. And once you accept that and live with it and know that you can make a great living at it and you can find your bliss and do really cool things and, and fulfill your soul. I mean, again, I'm getting a little West Coast on you, but you know, it is, I, I think what's gonna happen this year is that businesses are gonna find reasons to stay in, in business or to sell or get acquired. And I think what we're gonna see is not to the level of like VIA and how that happened where all of the huge guys got together and formed a, a consortium. I think we're gonna see something much, and that fell down for a variety of reasons, a, a variety of reasons. Um, the premise wasn't bad. The execution could have gone a little bit better. But I think what we will see in the same way that we've seen distributors acquire and, and partner and, and refine just be in order to make sure that there's an economy of scale, uh, I think we, we've seen it in commercial. We're starting to see it in commercial right now. You're seeing a lot of mid-level guys are starting to get acquired. Um, there's a reason for it. Some of them are getting older, and, and so it makes sense. But I think in the residential market, you're going to start seeing that a little bit as well, is that you're going to see people who do have a good plan and are looking at the do-it-with-me crowd, um, you know, the GAFA crowd, and they're going to find um, business models that allow them to be able to roll out to give somebody the equivalent of the five remote controls on the table. And people go, that's good enough. That's acceptable. And there's a model there. Um, but they're going to have to maximize their service model and their, their labor model in order to get in and, and get in and out quickly. Um, I think what we will see in the coming years is, and it's kind of interesting, is another fractionalization in that you're going to start seeing companies are saying, hey, we need to become real software developers. Nobody's going to do it for us. So we're actually going to do it all over again. Um, and, and so that's a little bit of the boomerang from, you know, the 90s where we're saying we're going to, you know, it, it, those tools are out there, but they're not doing what people want. So we're going to have to make our own. And we're starting to see things like that. I mean, Josh, Josh AI is coming in. Some of the software, some of the, some of the bigger control companies are saying, we're going to order the, we're going to open some things up for real uh, professional development tools. Real software developers are going to be able to come in and they're going to be able to create a product that sits on our platform, but it is a product in and of itself. That's something that somebody who comes in who's a configurator isn't going to be able to compete with and isn't going to want to compete with that because it's a whole different model. What they will have is tools and configuration tools that are going to make 80% of a job or, you know, what most people need work. And, and I, I love that part because it is, we're going to see kind of a raising of the minimum floor of what a system looks like, operates like, and makes it more like a mobile device in terms of how people expect it to work because there will be some consistency. Um, but we are going to see what we've been seeing is the shrinking of the middle. You know, the AV middle class is going to continue to shrink. We know it. Mm -hmm. um, to say that <laughs> to say that it's going to come back, you know, AV is not going to, you know, the, the, the middle of AV is not going to be the next coal. It's not, it's not a new generation of coal mines opening up in AV. So, um, you know, again, these businesses are going to find a way to treat their businesses, a true business model, how they get in, they get out, they service hundreds of installations at a time. Um, and they just kind of roll, you know, and they, they, get a, they get a method down and they stick with the method. You know, they kind of go with that fast food approach. And okay, as a business owner, you can make tons of money. People can make a great living at that. But the, um, the personalized side of the business for some of these companies, um, you either have to invest and understand that your world is going to be in software um, or you need to be one of the, uh, the Panda Expresses of AV because in the middle, your profit margins aren't going to support you over the long term. So, uh, you know, 
Rich, good do you need to pennies every time you say Panda Express? I, I'm going to, I'm good, but I'm going to use that term. I love it. The Panda Express of AV. It's a great one. I use that even with clients. Hey, if you want Kung Pao chicken in Anchorage, Alaska, or in Brooklyn, New York, that Kung Pao it's chicken will thing. taste the same. You know, there, there is something to be said about the consistency model. And, and absolutely, I promote it. And I think that is great when you don't necessarily have the workforce. You don't necessarily have the base from a technological standpoint. You know, again, everybody wants the big job. Everybody wants the marquee job. So there's a certain point where you got to say, hey, I got to eat. You know, and if I can, if I can, you know, if I can sell 30 of these this month, instead of chasing that one big one, you know, your bills get paid. And that's the idea behind Crestron Ping. And that's why Ping has been so successful is to be able to bang out, uh, give Crestron a lot of props on that. Ping, especially what they're doing with Ping 2 has been really phenomenal. That's exactly what they're doing. They're doing the Kung Pao chicken in every part of the country. You know, every manufacturer is doing it though. I mean, again, that, that, that'd be great to say, you know, they're three years behind what everybody else was doing. So they kind of woke up and went, oh, we got to do it too. So, well, you know, were they an innovator? No. You know, are they doing it and are they doing it on a par now with other manufacturers? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I just thought, you know, Crestron is, has been a very custom product for so long. That's what they were known for. And I think that it was a very cool business move for them to get into that zone, to get into that lane and say, okay, we're going to have this product that you can bang out quickly. And uh, I've actually looked at it and I'm uh, considering it, but uh, they've got a product that they have, uh, they've put out that does really, really well at what you're saying. It gets it in, you get in, you get out, you make good profit margins, everybody's happy and you move on with life. Okay, so 2019 is, is, is the year of, uh, you know, minding the P's and Q's of your business if you want to see 2020. That's, that's very true. Heather, speaking of minding P's and Q's, let's wrap this up and bring this in with you. You know, we talked about at the start of the show, you, you had a very transformative year. You, you made a lot of changes. Um, looking at 2019, what does 2019 mean for, for, for you as a, as a businesswoman? What are you seeing? What are you forecasting for, for the industry? What's your, what's your thoughts? Well, um, like what Rich was saying, we have, this year really was a lot about process as much as there was actual physical construction. Internally, we kind of took it apart and put it back together again. So we are trying to be more process-based, which is not my comfort zone, um, so that we can rinse and repeat and, and really give a more solid solution. Um, as you, I, we had these questions ahead of time, um, I started looking back at like these technologies that have been transformative that have really changed our game um, and how old they are, right? So Facebook is 14 years old. Uh, Google's like 26 years old. iPhone's 11 years old. Fitbit's about 11. Um, Google Glass, five years. And uh, iWatch is three years, right? We've had these big technologies that were supposed to be these game changers. Some were, some weren't. Um, and I feel like we're due for the next thing. What is that going to be, right? So I don't, I don't know that answer, um, but I do feel that we have hit, like Stephen said, um, we've hit a bit of a plateau in technology land, which is hot and cool right now. Um, so I'm expecting something, right? Wearables were huge at CES last year, but really nothing took off. Nothing's, you know, I feel like the iWatch, although you see people wear it, I feel like they're not getting that much out of it yet. Um, I would like to see if I, it is more connection to technology and healthcare, um, tech, just health in general. Um, 
at Cedia, I thought one of the cool ones was the the lighting demo done by Lutron. Oh, um, yeah. That's yeah, right. that was amazing, which was, uh, was it circadian rhythms, right? Where, yeah, circadian rhythms. Yeah, I think that that's amazing. Like, I think that that's, we're just starting to touch upon how technology can improve your life truly, um, whether that's lighting, art. We, we see Samsung with their TV art. Um, there's another company out there called Mural, but we're bringing art back into life. Certainly sound, they've started to do some pretty cool studies about how audio can uh it just it connects to a different part of your brain and they've proven that you can do things like lower blood pressure by the right music i mean and we we don't feed upon that like we should as an industry to say that i do i'm out there making that speech saying um but saying that you know hey this if, if this were a pill you would pay me a lot of money to take it but it's not pay me a lot less money and I'll install it for you but like rich said we're we're just such a little piece each one of us individually together we're certainly stronger so yeah my hope is that we we continue to see i think we're i think we're ready for the next technology that disruptive whatever that's going to be um and i think we're due so it's like predicting the next earthquake Ooh, we're due <laughs> for the big one yeah <laughs> all right well thank you people so much for joining us uh, if people want to connect with you, Heather, learn more about Southtown Audio and everything else that you're doing, where can they do that? Well, my alter ego would be Twitter. It's tech underscore chi, C-H-I as in balance between technology and life. Um, SouthtownAV.com. We have a new website, all fun, so you can check that out and let me know what you think. Um, or just, you know, Google me. They'll find me. I'm out there. LinkedIn. I've been playing with that a lot lately because I'm so sick of Facebook. That's all. <laughs> Very good. Thanks so much for being here. Uncle Richie, it's always a blast. Always appreciate your valued insight when you're here. If people want to connect with you, uh, et cetera, et cetera, where do they do that? Uh, best place to find me, obviously, is uh, you can find me on the Twitters, at uh, Arfragosa. You can also find me on the Facebooks and the interwebs, uh, uh, you can just type in my name there, but uh, probably the best place that you can find me and where I'd love to have you find this is obviously here on AV Nation. You can find me here on Resi Week, uh, uh, potentially, uh, hopefully uh, coming up in 2019. I'll be making some appearances on AV Week, uh, but most importantly, uh, from our side of the industry, uh, you can see me and my partner, Steve Greenblatt, on A State of Control here on AV Nation TV, which we're recording on Monday. Yeah, that's a fantastic show. If you haven't followed it, check it out. Uh, Joe, my good friend, where can people connect with you? Learn more about the Thoughtful Home, the Thoughtful Restaurant, uh, whatever else you're, you're cooking up this year. The Thoughtful Puppy Grooming. and, and stay, uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for, as Heather was saying, the Thoughtful Consortium, uh, which is all of us here together as a brain trust. No, I just made that up. But it's not a bad <laughs> now idea. Now it's true. Not now a bad it's idea. It's true. Um, you heard it first right here. Um, you, you, can always, you can always find me on the Gafatverse, which is Google, Amazon, ending in Twitter. Um, that's all of the verses of social and otherwise. Um, at, uh, you know, Joe at the Thoughtful Home, at any kind of Thoughtful Home, at Thoughtful Stuff. Uh, you'll just, you know, I'm there. You'll find Meditate me. on it thoughtfully. Meditate on it thoughtfully. Um, but you can always reach out any questions, comments, uh, anything offline, just hit me up. Very good. Stephen, my good friend, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Pro Audio Georgia, where can they do that? 
you can find me at ProAudio underscore GA. You can uh, do what Heather said. You can just Google me. I, I finally made that platform like Heather, so you can just Google me. Um, Is and, that safe, uh, though? You, I don't know, but you can, you can usually find me under uh, less than thoughtful anything. Um, so. <laughs> GeorgiaPeaches.com. <laughs> no, nah, um, I'm pretty easy to find. Just uh, look me up. I love talking to other integrators and I love reaching out in the industry. So I look forward to hearing from anyone who wants to chat. Excellent. Well, uh, from myself, uh, first of all, thank you to all of you for, for joining us on this episode. It means a lot to me that you took the time to do this and spend so much time with me. Uh, I, I'm it, Looking back at this year, I'm really thankful for everyone who has uh, come on the show and, and shared their insight. Uh, we greatly appreciate it here at Aviation, as well as we appreciate all of our sponsors and everyone that supports us in any way. Uh, but for myself, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at Matt D. Scott on Twitter and every other social platform. But more importantly, please stop by avianation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of our other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week. Resi Week.